Hey, little mamas. Today's episode is brought to you by BigNightShop.com. We're having a Big Night Fall merch sale, 20% off all merch, all venues, all DJs, all podcasts, even the card vault. We got beanies. We got hoodies. We got dad hats, mugs, fanny packs. Everything is 20% off. And all you have to do is use the code FALL20. That's fall like the season, F-A-L-L-20. And you can go to the website in our bio or bignightshop.com. And you better order now because the sale ends November 19th. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. (laughs) Okay. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for starting your week off with us. It's Abby. It's It's Shannon. Shannon. (laughs) Happy freaking Monday. Can you tell we're in just in a silly, goofy mood? Yes. This is our first week doing an episode on Monday. It's it's a new change. I know. It feels a little creepy. I know. I feel like everyone listening is like in a shitty mood and they're like, shut the fuck up. But we wanted to bring the, we wanted to bring the heat. We wanted to make it fun. 6 a.m. Monday morning. What better way to start your week off? So let us know if you guys like this new schedule. If yeah. you, you know, don't want to hear from us until like two or three days into the business week. Totally understand. But, you know, figured we at least give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. I know that on my Monday mornings, I like to spend my time thinking about driving into oncoming traffic. So if this podcast <laughs> is assisting with not wanting to do that awesome if you're like no I'm literally like turning into another car as we speak because I'm listening to you guys talk that's fine too just just let us know just leave us five star review just leave us before. a five star review before you before you make the turn the <laughs> okay. fatal turn anyways we anyways <laughs> so we just need to start off by saying thank you guys that came out to our brunch uh this past Saturday we held if you missed last week's episode you probably did not know that we were having a brunch at Red Lantern. So shout out to everyone that came out. Shout out to our sponsor, Shandon. Shandon. Garden Spritz. Very yummy. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So thank you guys. And if you did not make it to this event, don't worry. We will have plenty more. Um, there might be a SantaCon in our future. You might be blacklisted, but we might be able to pull some strings and get <laughs> you into the next one. Yeah, of course. So how are we feeling this fine Monday morning? I'm feeling like a little emotional and I don't know, you know, when like you're like PMSing, you're emotional, nothing's really going right. Everything's definitely going wrong. And you know what? Like you just feel like the world hates you. Like you go out, you step outside, you spill your coffee, you get into your car. You forgot that you were supposed to get gas on your way home. And you feel like, Oh, I'll just wait till the morning. And then you're running late for work and you're like, fuck, I have to get gas. And then you spilled your coffee and then you're driving in and like, all of a sudden you're behind a fucking school bus and like just every, just the world hates you. And your sleeve get caught on the door. Yes. Yeah. Always. And then you're like dress rips. You have deodorant marks all over your black shirt. Just like all of the, oh, your eyebrows look like shit. Just everything. (laughs) Was that a personal attack? I feel like you looked straight at my eyebrows and was like, your eyebrows look like shit. I was like trying to find a way to tell you. I was like, this is, this is my moment. No, I was actually just thinking your eyebrows look really good. And I was like, well, my eyebrows definitely looked like shit earlier, but (laughs) it's okay. We're here. We made it. It's just, it's just a rough day. Do, Do you when you're PMSing, do you get angry or do you get sad? I feel like there's like I two cry types of gr- you a cry. Lot. You cry every day over everything. Yes. And do you eat everything? Yes. I feel My like- appetite is a lot. Yeah. I, I never know when I'm about to PMS, but then when I start crying at TikToks and when I start crying over stupid things and you know, I'm like very hungry and I don't know why I'm like, mm, 
Yeah. And it's almost like a weird insatiable hanger, like a hanger, hanger, um, hunger where you feel like you could have like a, I mean, not like a steak because you're a vegetarian, but I'm always in a savory mood though. Yeah. Like I want salty, crunchy, savory, not like sweets. You could have like a bag of potato chips and you're still hungry and you have something else and you could be like physically full, but your brain is telling you you're still hungry. I hate that. Being a girl is tough. I feel like PMSing just brings out the worst side of everyone's personalities. We are not that far off on our cycles, which means if you're PMSing right now, I'm going too soon. So. Yeah. Like we, whenever we have a shitty episode, we always look back and it's like, oh. If you're PMSing this episode, this <laughs> next episode, I'm going to. So, all right. Anyways. Enough about us, though. <laughs> we just had to Look, share. For Drunk Deeds, last week we talked about our favorite girl, Kimberly Kimmy K, whatever you want to call her, and everyone's favorite ladies' man, Pete Davidson. So we basically were saying how they were spotted together at some amusement park bullshit haunted ride, holding hands. People were freaking out about it, and we were like, what's the big deal? You're on, like, an amusement park, but also why were they there together? There has been development since we talked about that. The two um, actually had a secret dinner rendezvous. Ooh, I love the word rendezvous. (laughs) Um, Tuesday night, well, last Tuesday night, um, which was actually posted by TMZ. Uh, allegedly, Kim ventured out of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Manhattan and went over to Staten Island, which is like where Pete's, Pete lives. Pete's turf, like his that area. Is his turf. Yeah. So, doesn't like, he live with his mom? Sorry, I think so. Like, didn't he like buy his mom a house, but he lives in the basement of his mother's house so that he bought? I actually think I want to. I don't want to say this without knowing the full story. But Pete Davidson actually has a cool story. His dad was like a New York City firefighter. Oh, I know. And I'm pretty it makes sure me he died. Cry. Yeah, really sad. But yeah, I think I think he does. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, so. She went out to Staten Island. They went through like the back door of the um, Campania restaurant, which I guess is like one of Pete's favorite restaurants. They snuck through the back. um, And this is all according to like insiders. So we could be saying all this and then it could be completely untrue. But I guess multiple people like spotted them there together. Um, I feel like that... So last week I was like, I don't understand the big deal. Like they're just friends. Why can't guys and girls ever just like be, be platonic? Like I don't understand, but Kim K just like, let's put the, like p- paint the picture. Like Kim K is going to Staten Island, <laughs> Staten Island. Like it's like she, worse than me going to Southie. Oh, I would rather go to Southie than Staten Island. Yeah. Which says a lot. Cause you know how much I hate Southie. <laughs> Honestly, it's not even the fact that she went to Staten Island. It's the fact that like, think about how busy Kim Kardashian must be. She's going to law school. She's like fighting all these like human rights cases. She, I mean, she used to be a TV celebrity. She has a whole family. She has all this drama in her life. She's flying back and forth, making appearances. She has a clothing line. She has a makeup line. She has so much going on in her life. Multiple children. If she's making time to hang out with you, you have to wonder why. Um, yeah, I I don't, I think it's weird. I think that, you know, hear me out. She was married to Kanye. That in of itself is like a lot. And I feel like Pete is the kind of guy that is like very calm, very chill. Like, I feel like he's like, I feel like hanging out with Pete Davidson would be so much fun, honestly. Like, I feel like, like I find him very funny. I think him on him on SNL is entertaining. So I feel like hanging out with him is probably just like a breath of fresh air. And I feel like that's what Kim needs right now. Like after 
marrying and divorcing Kanye. Like she just needs like lighthearted fun. And I feel like that's kind of like a break for her to hang out with him. Yeah. And he's obviously, um, he's like a decent amount younger than her, right? Like, I feel like maybe he's just like young and just like chill and just like doing his thing. And probably after so much drama, she's just is like- Is Kim in her forties or is she in her late thirties? Late thirties. And he's, I feel like in his late twenties. I don't know. He's like Let pretty, yeah, it. how old is he? I feel like he's still pretty young. We're gonna put this to bed right now. Peace also though, so. interesting. Cause I remember last week we were like, wait, why are they randomly friends? So I guess after she was on SNL, which makes sense. Obviously that's how they kind of like started hanging out. They spent a full week together when she was preparing for being the host of SNL. So, okay. So you think that's each how other on kind of- site, maybe sparks are flying. I don't know. Maybe it's just, a, maybe it's just a friendship. Like, I don't know. Obviously the people that know them best who are like close to them are saying like, no, they're just friends. I don't know if that's just like a front to protect them or if that's actually true. What I do know is that Pete seems to have some sort of a charm to like literally, and we talked about this last week, but I remember when Ariana Grande first met him, it was on set. I'm pretty sure of SNL, like they did something like that together. And within like minutes of meeting him, Ariana Grande was like, I feel like I just met my like husband. Like she like made some like joke because of like some sort of a chemistry they felt on set. So all of a sudden Kim's in the same boat. It's like, what is this guy doing? What's in the air What's in the air? Like, I feel like he's just like charming. And he's like, you hang out with Pete for a few minutes and all of a sudden- (laughs) You're in love. You're in love. Okay, so Kim actually- she's 41 like she just had a birthday this past october and she's 41 and pete is turning 28 in like a week like his birthday is november 16th and he's currently 27 okay so he's not that much older than us no we're 26 that's crazy and she's 41 i always like feel of him as him feel like he's i thought he was in his 30s but it's probably just because he's had so many like long-term like different like relationships that it feels like he should be in his 30s but he's not interesting i think Okay, so here's one thing that I saw, and I don't know if it's true or not, but like, do you think that she is kind of trying to fit in with her sister, Courtney, and is trying to like date some like edgy, cool like, guy, like complete yeah, opposite yeah, of Kanye? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, think about it. Like, Kim and Courtney, I mean, like, they've never, I feel like Kim and Chloe. No, no, Courtney and Chloe were always closest. And Kim is kind of like the, is she the oldest? No, it goes Courtney, Courtney, Kim, Chloe. Okay. So I feel like Kim probably just wants to like fit in and like be close with her sister. So maybe if she can like date someone who would want it, like who would want to hang out with Travis and Travis would want to hang out with him, then they could like double date. And like, maybe she's jealous. Is Travis younger? Mm. I didn't think he was. I thought he was older. What's his name? He's in, he was in Blink-182. Barker? Yeah. Age. He's 45. Yeah. He's older. But I just mean like maybe Kim just wants to run with the wolf pack and like just maybe find she's someone jealous like that Megan Fox different. is hanging out with Courtney. There's too many Ks. I can't keep up. I know. I'm confused. I think you're right. I think it's like the less, like maybe someone that just, you know, he's obviously like a comedian, like a little different than what she's used to. And just like the fun like vibe of just like going out and like having that like whirlwind romance like we talked about. Well, didn't they like kiss on SNL? Or yeah, like part of, part of the skit, I think they kissed. So do you think Sparks flew? I don't know. And like they were the like, mm, maybe there's chemistry. Like let's explore. Yeah, honestly, I I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but I just think it's yeah, so interesting. Time. Like celebrities always hide this shit and then it's like people find, figure it out. So like why hide it? But. I don't know. That's I'm sure. I, I'm sure if I was a celebrity, I'd probably hide shit too because I just wouldn't want to deal with it. But 
Who freaking knows? I feel like Chris Jenner's behind this per usual. <laughs> she like set this up. Yep. <laughs> okay, moving on. This one is a little sad. Um, and I can't believe like you are such a Gigi Hadid stan. I'm surprised that you didn't know this, but yeah. Um, also, can we just before I say this, I forgot that Gigi Hadid has a baby. Yes, <laughs> like she literally had a baby. It's a whole year old. Yeah, it's like a. A, it's it's a, a girl. Human. Yeah, it's it's alive. Her name is um, Kai. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I love that name. I think it's cute. But basically, I like short names. Kai, like a short name, like Gigi. Oh, Gigi. Yeah, it's cute. Kai, like it's cute, simple. So, Gigi and Zane, Zane from One Direction. If you guys live under a rock, they've been on and off dating for years. Like I don't know what eight years now. Mm-hmm. How long has it been? I don't know, but. I guess they are split, and this time I think it's for good. Okay. So, okay. And I'll preface this. Yolanda is Gigi's mother, and there are reports that, like, she's not the nicest maybe, but it's that's neither here nor there. I feel like it's all he said, she said, but, you know, there's a TikTok that resurfaced about Yolanda telling Gigi, like, just eat a couple almonds. And, like, Gigi saying that she was, like, so hungry that she felt weak and was going to pass out. And she was, like, just chew really slow and carefully, like, which is not a great it's look. Like, yeah, like, that's, like, tricking your body that you're full. I know. Yeah. But basically, they are split up over an altercation. And, again, everything we say is alleged. And right now, I think, you know, it's being investigated in... But so far, the facts are that Zane physically and verbally assaulted Yolanda last month at their home in Pennsylvania. He reportedly pushed her into a dresser and hurled several insults at her, including like stay away from my daughter and Gigi. And he was later charged with four counts of harassment following the incident. Two were from Yolanda and the other two involved Gigi and their security guard, I guess, he was charged with like harassing Gigi over the phone and like he attempted to like get into a fight with her security guard. This all happened like in September, but it's just now being aired out. I'm not really sure who's the one to snitch, but it's honestly a really sad situation. Um, I feel like Gigi, like she's such an angel. She doesn't deserve any of this. I just can't believe that. I just, obviously there's so many layers to this. Like I know, the first thing people did was when they heard the story, obviously they take to TikTok and then they're digging up stuff about Yolanda and they're like, well, she's basically like encouraging, you know, I would say like some sort of disordered eating tendencies in her daughter. Like that's so messed up. That's toxic. She's toxic. I completely agree. Other people are like, you can't like victim shame. Like as soon as a, something happens, you can't just be like, yeah, yeah. Well, she was a bad person. She deserves it. Cause that's not really fair. I also, I also agree with that. I think there's just like a lot of like, it sounds like deep rooted, like sadness and issues. The difficult thing is like, we don't, obviously none of us are like far part of the family. So I don't know what's actually going on there. I don't know personally why anyone would ever like attack their mother-in-law. I don't know if Yolanda did something that he thought was like toxic to his daughter, to his girlfriend. Like, I don't, I don't know. Were they married? I don't think they were married. No. They were just together, but it's just... Obviously there's like a lot going on and I'm sure Gigi ultimately was like, I can't be with someone that is, you know, at this point physically fighting with my mother, Yeah, she has to but protect it's so sad because then you have a, you have a child together. And I was just, I was saying this to you earlier when we were talking about this, I just can't believe how 
I know we say this all the time, but what you see online is just not true. I remember Gigi and Zayn dating when I was in college and I remember just being so obsessed with them. Like the music video, like pillow talk came out and like, it was such a jam. And I was like, their goals are so amazing. And I just thought they were like the best couple. Obviously they ended up breaking up. I was so sad when they broke up and then like a, you know, year and a half, two years ago or whenever, when they finally rekindled and it was like, okay, they're, you know, they're having a baby together. They're back together. It was just in my mind. I was like, everything's right. Like everything fell into place. And it was almost like the, the ending of like a love story. And I was like, okay, happy ending. Close the book. We're good to go. They have the kid, like they're together. Yay. Like that's it. But then it's just so insane how like there's all this stuff that's been probably happening in the background for so, so long, probably that entire time there's been these issues and you just don't see that because all you see is this like happy love story and they're having this baby together and that's it. But I feel like oftentimes with Hollywood is like, there's always all this shit that's brewing under the surface. Like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, like there's always shit. And then it ends up coming to fruition like years and years or months and months or whenever later. And people are like, oh wow. Okay. That was like a fucked up situation. I don't know. It's sad. It is. And I guess he pleaded no contest contest. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. Don't come for me. And I, did have to Google what that meant. Cause I was like, what, what's the difference between that and not guilty. But basically it says the purpose of entering a no, is it contest or contest? No contest. I thought no contest plea is often to avoid being sued civilly for essentially confessing to a crime, which is the basis of a guilty plea. Okay. But like you're not pleading guilty, but like you kind of are kind of. So he's basically saying like that he did it, but he's not fully like pleading guilty. And like, I guess maybe reading between the lines, it says um, pleading no contest. Well, it has the same effect as a guilty plea means that there is no admission of guilt. This means that there is nothing to use against you in a civil case. Okay. okay. I don't get it. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not Elwoods. Don't come for me. <laughs> just, just reporting the facts. But um, I'm sure as time goes on, we'll learn more about that. And we'll let you guys know. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I would love to sit down with someone. This isn't really about the Zane stuff, but just like, I'd love to sit down with someone who used to be a model and actually like have them tell me like what sort of shit they go through. Cause I just like, can't imagine like all those girls you see on Instagram that are as skinny as the Hadids. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, I just feel like there's just so much shit that's happening and there's just so many like layers to it and stuff. Oh, I'm sure the industry is completely Mm -hmm. toxic. Honestly, we should try to get someone on, on the show. Yeah. Just to see what really goes into it. Cause again, it's like, all we see is like the, the final product. So we see, oh my gosh, a beautiful girl in a bikini or like someone walking down the runway. Like we don't see the shit that goes into it. And I'm sure. Yeah. There is so much. And I mean, we all know like the industry is brutal just from like what you hear, but I'd love to like actually talk to someone like who's been in it and, and just like, no, cause I feel like it would bring things like into perspective, like what, what those girls have to go through. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if any of you listening know anyone that is a model, even if they don't have a blue check mark on Instagram, slide in our DMs. We'd love to talk to them, have them on the show, interview them. I know I scroll on TikTok and I see girls that model in New York and they're crying because they're told that they're too fat when in reality like I would die to look like them I can't imagine there's this girl she's so beautiful um my friend Allie she's like honestly we dropped out gorgeous she tried modeling after school and I remember they were like no your shoulders are too broad like no like they're ruthless it's It's disgusting yeah they're just like so they're like oh this is what's wrong with you have you seen the tiktok of that girl who's like which one 
<laughs> she's like a really famous model. Shit, what's her name? She's so pretty. She has like these bright blue eyes and like dark brown hair. And it's like, she makes memory. this like TikTok of like, um, it's basically, you know, like the scene from, what's it called? Cinderella story where she's like, oh, yeah. you're not very pretty and you're, and not, you're not very, very bright. bright. Yeah. So she like does that one. And I know like it was like a viral TikTok or whatever, but she does it. And it's like, she's like the modeling, like the people at like the modeling agencies, like talking to me when I first got into the industry. And then all of a sudden it was like flash forward, like three years later. And she was like on the cover of Vogue, like on the cover of Aww. all this shit. And she ends up becoming like one of the most famous models like in the world. And it basically was like, don't listen when people put you down. Like yeah. they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Or like, maybe you just haven't found the right place. That's the best revenge. It's I also just killing it. Yes. I also know like Camille Kostick, who she's like probably my dream guest like, or one of the dream guests that I have. I love her story because she's obviously like drop dead gorgeous, Gong's girlfriend. And oh, yeah, I know who she is. <laughs> well, <Thank> I don't know. <laughs> you never know. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> but she's obviously so drop dead gorgeous. And I think just has like, I don't know. She's awesome and like so fun. And she would always talk about it. She was like, I'd go to these modeling agencies and they would always tell me I needed to lose, you know, 15 to 20 pounds because she wasn't like the quote unquote, like standard that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Cause she was like, no, like I'm not willing to lose weight and I'm going to keep shopping around till I find a place that is going Aww. to accept me for who I am. And eventually she did. And now she's like cover of sports illustrated, like one of like the hottest models out there. And it's like, I just, oh, I love goals. that shit. I love it. I can't look at her Instagram. It makes me <laughs> angry. She's just perfect. <laughs> just get pissed. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's it for drunk deets this week. That's it for drunk deeds. Okay. I have a quick rant. Okay. Let's a hear ranty, it. ranty rant. Get it off your chest. You'll feel better. I was like scrolling through my phone, minding my own business, having a nice Wednesday night. I poured myself a lovely glass of Sauvignon Blanc. I was listening to some music. Netflix was playing in the background. I was just like having having a nice evening. I was mm -hmm. happy. That I feel like I was lovely. starting to feel real joy for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I mean, like in the holiday spirit, things are just going my way. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. Anyways, I see a thing pop up on my phone from some random ass like clothing. An ad? Like an ad from a clothing company. You know, when you accidentally subscribe because like the box is already fucking checked off, which is like, don't tell me if if the, the box should be checked off. Like, don't just like put words in my mouth. If I want to <laughs> check the fucking box, I'll check, I will. The, I'll yeah. check the box. Thank you. But anyways- I digress. So I got a email from this company and it's like back in stock, like our favorite vegan leather like pants. And I saw that and I was like, oh, vegan leather. Like <laughs> I just got so angry. If I see the term vegan leather anywhere else, I actually might punch someone in the face. It's like the nearest <laughs> Does that person. trigger you? I'm so triggered by vegan leather. Like does anyone else, it's like, am I alone in that? Like, does anyone else care? Like. Does, to be honest, I've never really thought about it, but I see where you're coming from because I don't understand. I mean, okay. So if anyone's actually looked curious, like, <laughs> which maybe, maybe people were like, what are you talking it's about? Majority polyester. So vegan leather is plastic. <laughs> It, essentially yeah like I don't know why they throw I mean it, it's supposed to look like leather so I get it but like mm. to throw the word vegan in front of it like it's not like it's like 
faux fur. An animal. It's not an animal that was like fed a vegetarian diet. It, it's, yeah, like it's if, it'd be one thing if they were like, oh, like a grass-fed leather. leather jacket. Like I'm like, okay, like sustainable, <laughs> go off, beautiful, love it. Like we don't just like kill the cows and make steaks, but we like create a leather jacket out of it. <laughs> okay, that would make sense. Like at least have some integrity. But to insult my intelligence by telling me that the the jacket is is vegan. I honestly think is disrespectful, distasteful and disgusting. And I, I don't know. It just, it makes me so, so angry. If, if they said faux leather, faux leather, I'd be fine with that. Like fake, it's vegan. fake leather, but it's vegan. Okay, and I you see know, your point. And you know why they're saying vegan? It's because vegan is a fucking buzzword. And because of the way it that is. the world is with all the bitches out there with their matcha lattes and <laughs> waking up early and their journaling and whatever shit that people do, vegan is something like oh my god like i'm like 95 percent vegan except like every now and then i'll have a salmon because like salmon's like pretty good for you and it's like <laughs> the bitches they know they're gonna be walking around and see the word vegan and they're like oh my god like it's my vegan leather jacket and the thing that makes me mad about it like if it was a regular price fine but like a ritzia oh the pants are ridiculous how much are they like, uh, like 159 dollars for a pair of plastic pants like I and what's even worse is that I bought them I literally <laughs> I own a pair have, um, of these fucking plastic pants from Maritzia and the fact that like I have the audacity to walk into a store see the word vegan leather and think oh my god amazing leather for $159 like it's plastic okay so are you telling me I shouldn't use the gift card to Ritzia <laughs> that I got for my birthday on a pair of vegan pants <laughs> on a pair of vegan pants <laughs> I've been thinking about it okay so like does wearing the pants make me vegan I don't fucking know. I don't no. know how it works. What color are you gonna get? <laughs> Black, some basic. I mean, I I love the color. You would you get like a brownish, like taupey? a taupe color? Yeah, I, I will it, say that they're nice pants. They're soft. They fit well. They look good. I like the pants. I don't have an issue. <laughs> and honestly, the brand is probably just like an expensive brand, which I get. Yeah, but, but Abercrombie is still like a hundred for their fake leather pants. Have some integrity. Just hit me straight. I feel like these days. Everything is just so fake. All I want is someone just to like slap me across the face with the truth. Just hit, just hit me with it. I can handle it. You can tell me like, hey, these are some plastic ass pants. And you know what? If I, I like them, buy I'll probably buy your plastic ass pants. <laughs> I don't know why I was going to Southern accent when I said that, but I probably will. <laughs> is the vegan leather coming out? <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I like honesty. Oh. It just, I feel like these days everything is such a marketing scheme and I'm all for like a little bit of like deception, a little bit of like what can we get away with but like to I just feel like they're out there marketing the same shit like trying to insult our intelligence <laughs> and it's making me angry and I'm, I'm over sorry it. it's hard to take you seriously when you just let that slip the accent <laughs> the accent no, because it just like puts me on the scene of a farm. Like you say, vegan leather, and I think of a farm in like South Carolina. I don't. Do they have farms in South Carolina? Me and my know. whole family down in Tennessee. Even though we may farm the animals, we may kill the animals. We don't wear the animals. <laughs> we wear vegan leather. We wear vegan leather. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh my god. We need to move on. I know. Okay. It's fine. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So last week 
if you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, stop what you're doing, go listen, because, you know, we're going to bleed into this week. So <laughs> we talked about, <laughs> get over it. Talking about cows. <laughs> Speaking of leather. No, vegan leather. They don't bleed. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. They just like get mass produced in factories, which just cause global warming and kill all the animals. <laughs> but it's okay because it's vegan. <laughs> okay. So last week we talked about, uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly and how they are low-key promoting this toxic love that isn't relatable. It's kind of weird. They're kind of weird. Megan Fox is still drop-dead gorgeous, but their whole relationship just should stay offline. Yeah, basically, like, we found love by Rihanna, like, circle, circa <laughs> 2010 vibes, for sure. Yeah, they're they're just um, something else. And it posed the question, are they just in the honeymoon stage and that's why they're, like, obsessed with each other? other but you know it we went into talking about jealousy in relationships and how if you're jealous you're going to push away your significant other so we wanted to follow up on that because we didn't talk about one key piece mm-hmm. I feel like during the honeymoon stage we talked a lot about like the obsessiveness like you can't get enough of your partner and you just like want to be with them all the time but I think what we didn't talk about was that when you're going through that stage how like the other relationships in your life will often suffer because you're just so obsessed with that one person yeah so we're talking about the friends of the girl who just got a boyfriend R.I.P. to those bitches (laughs) what is it love to hate her Hate, hate to love her love to hate her yeah yeah, Is we're that ta- the quote? yeah, we're talking about Jessica. Who Jessica. just got Jessica just got left in the Jessica dust. Jessica from South. She gave you twelve good years of friendship. <laughs> Stop. She stuck by you when Jimmy John broke Jimmy John when Jimmy, Jimmy John broke your heart back in college. She found out of your ex boyfriend who was cheating on you and she punched him in the face for you. You guys have been through it all. You've laughed, you've cried, you left the grand, gotten pizza at two AM, walked into oncoming traffic sometimes on purpose and here you guys are today you just got a boyfriend and now all of a sudden you don't have time for poor where's jessica. the where's jessica there's where no, the fuck is jessica? there's no time for jessica anymore because she is up her boyfriend's ass and yes. you know we've all been there if you say that you haven't you're lying i'm currently that girl i am jessica but wait wait no yeah jessica's the friend so you're the oh. friend of jessica right now which one's Jessica? I don't know. <laughs> I'm the girl with the boyfriend that doesn't want to see my friends. Okay. I just want to spend every second with Mr. Man. Yeah. I am that girl. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of have that vibe. <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> you kind of give off that vibe. I think though, the reason why we work so well is because I don't necessarily care. I'll just be like, I don't care. I'll come grab you. Like, I don't like, I don't care. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, or if like you're with, personal. if you're with Mr. Man, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll be like, I'll come. Yeah. Like, you no. have third wheel, but also it helps that our boyfriends are best friends that's so true. i feel like for a friend that maybe doesn't know him as well would be like okay you don't have any time for me right now right okay yeah i feel like it's a tough spot to be in it um, is it's a tough spot for the girl that has a boyfriend and it's a tough spot for the girl who just wants to hang out with her friend we've all been there you meet this new guy and you just you put him on a pedestal in the beginning it's a little word we'd like to call infatuation and you just you want to spend every second with him and you can't get enough of him and again like we've all been there it's completely normal to feel that way so then when your friends are like pissed because they're like you don't have time for us anymore you only hang out with the boo you kind of reach a situation where you're like yeah well I want to spend all my time with him and you should accept that I think it's it's a difficult spot to be in because it can cause a lot of issues and I know I've been there before like I've made that mistake too 
I think that it could go either way. You have to kind of identify, like if you're, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh shit, I'm going through this. And maybe you're the friend that's pissed at your friend who is like ditching you for her boyfriend. Or maybe you're the girl that has the boyfriend and you're pissed and you're like, why can't my friend just be fucking happy for me? Like, why do we have to hang out every second? Like I'm growing up, I have a boyfriend, get over it. Whether you're either of those people, I think that like the way that you deal with it is by kind of identifying who might be in the wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's ways to kind of go about that. Like figuring out is the friend just being a little crazy or is the the girl with the boyfriend maybe being a little bit dismissive? Yeah, neglectful. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, feeling forgotten about or like you don't care about your friends anymore. Like no one wants to be the girl that's like, okay, like we haven't hung out in X amount of months. Like you barely return my calls. Like you only text me or hang out with me when he's not around. Like if he's on a trip or if he's busy or whatever, like you don't pick me over him. And at that point, it's kind of on you to take a step back and reflect and be like, okay, is this actually true? Like, do I really only make time for her when my boyfriend is busy or, you know, or is she just being dramatic? Exactly. So I think obviously there's two scenarios here. I think if the girl is maybe just being dramatic. So I've, this is obviously scenario one where like the friend is just being a little bit like maybe selfish. I think the word is, I actually have a friend who was in the situation where she was, you know, single all through college. Like she was like the fun friend, the party friend, like going out, meeting guys, getting wicked drunk, like always having like a funny story to tell. And her friends love that about her. And then one of her best friends ends up being single at one point. And it's like, okay, yes, finally, this is our chance. We're going to like tear up the town together. Be single at the Go same out. Time. Yes. Like meet yeah. guys, go to like, go to bars, go to clubs, like travel, like do dumb shit. Right around then this girl who my friend, let's call her Amber. She ends up getting a boyfriend. And I remember Amber's friend was like a little annoyed and was kind of like, oh, what the fuck? You only hang out with your boyfriend now, blah, 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 blah. And tried making Amber feel like shit. When in reality, Amber wasn't really doing anything bad. Like she was still hanging out with her friend just as much as before. She just wasn't going out to like the clubs with her till 2 a.m. She wasn't like meeting random guys and going out partying every single night of the week and like doing all the crazy shit she used to do. She just was a little bit more reserved because now she had a boyfriend. So in that situation, I think what we kind of realized was that Amber's friend was... I think just jealous and she was kind of wanting her like fun friend that she could kind of use to like party with and like a friend that was like down for whatever that she could like kind of use to have a fun time with and didn't actually care about like her as a friend. Right. I think it's really tough when the friend is single versus in a relationship because Mm -hmm. the ones that are single tend to care more because one, they don't have someone to spend every second with and two, they kind of can't put themselves in their shoes to be like, okay, well, like they clearly have someone that they really want to spend a lot of time with. Like maybe I shouldn't take it personally because it's not personal. It's not like your friend gets a boyfriend and they stop loving you or caring for you. Like that's not it at all. It's just like, you know, if you think about it, like marriage is literally signing up for like a best friend for the rest of your life. Like it's like you better... Mm you better enjoy spending every second with that because if you're going to marry someone, you're literally spending the rest of your life with them. And like, it only makes sense and it's natural to want to spend all your time with them. Yeah. But when the friend is single, I think that's where things become a little bit more slippery slope because you really can't, I mean, you can, but like 
usually when you have a boyfriend, you don't want to stay out into the club until 2 a.m. Like, because unless you're going to the club with your boyfriend, like, why else are you going to the club? Like, to meet guys, like... Yeah. You, you can like, wing woman for your friend, but, like, you don't really yeah. care to, like... Yeah, and, and chances are you're just, like, happy in this new relationship, and you're like, I just, like... I'm down to like have a fun time with you, but I also want to go home and like hang out with my boyfriend and that's fine. And it's like a natural progression in life. So I think if you're kind of sitting here and you're like, I'm really not dismissing my friend. I feel like I'm hanging out with her and we're having good quality time, but like she's still pissed at me and like trying to make me feel like the bad guy. There's a chance that you just might have a shitty friend um, or there's a chance that your friend is just kind of going through the natural growing pains of like, okay, you know, Amber's growing up before I am and like, I'm just not there yet. I'm I'm the single one. Like I'm still not in a relationship and maybe just like be a little bit like conscious of that and like sensitive towards it and maybe like try to understand where she's coming from. Like she just like misses what the friendship used to be and maybe it's just gonna be a different friendship moving forward and that's fine. Yeah. Like you kind of go through like different, different like stages and different waves like in friendships like even you and me we've been through different like waves in our friendship and they're all awesome and fun but like they're they're always gonna be different as you get older yeah I think the friend that's upset a good friend is like you can't get really mad at them but you can I think the five stages of grief applies to this like this <laughs> scenario because you know the five stages are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance so literally like oh my gosh. you're in denial your friend just got a boyfriend like you don't want to you don't want to acknowledge it and then you know you acknowledge it you 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 don't accept it but you accept that this is happening and so you get mad and so you're in the anger stage and that's when like you might notice that your friend is starting to be a little bit maybe passive aggressive or right. just being straight up blunt being like yo like why don't you ever hang out with me and then they start bargaining <laughs> and then they bargain and it might not work it probably won't work because you are content in your relationship living your life how you want to live it they're like oh my god i just got two tickets to go to this concert like we should go together like whatever i could see that and then and then the depression stage of grief <laughs> and that's where they're like shit i'm sad as fuck like this sucks oh my god that's the worst stage i remember i, I went through that with my like best friend from high school we later rekindled but like i lost that friendship and i remember just like going through all of these stages and by the depression stage, I just was like hopeless. I was like, my best friend in the whole world hates me. <laughs> and I just was like so sad and yeah, like it was just like a horrible thing to go through. It is. And it sucks, but you know, a good friend will come to the fifth and final stage of grief and that's acceptance. And that's, you know, a healthy part of, you know, yeah. being friends with someone like you learn to accept it and take it for what it is like you have to kind of accept that, you know, you might have been party friends in college, but, you know, post-grad, you know, you can still party and have fun, but like you can't do that every yeah. single weekend anymore. Yeah. Maybe your friendship is going to be more of like a we grab dinner once a month type thing, which is right. like sad reality. But that that is it the is reality. Life. And your circle. And we talk about this all the time. It, it is going to get smaller. And I think if like you're the friend and you're your friend just got into a relationship and maybe they're not necessarily doing anything wrong. They still have time for you. Like they're not like a shitty person, but your relationship just might be a little bit different. You know, and it's going to be a little mm -hmm. bit less of like, you know, going out and like trying to meet a guy to get into his table type thing. And it might be more of like a having like a wine night or like going out to dinner and like that, that's okay. Like that's fine. It's just part of growing up. Right. What if, okay. What about the scenario where we feel like the girlfriend, the Amber 
per se is like at fault. Like she's definitely like neglecting, like not spending time with her friend. She's the classic, like her friend's like, what are you doing on Friday? And she doesn't have plans yet, but she just wants to leave the option open for her boyfriend rather than like committing to a plan with her friend, like that type of vibe. Yeah. So that is, they're definitely in the wrong and I feel like they need an intervention. And that's where I feel like the Jessica, the girl that's the friend can actually get mad and be like, listen, like you don't make time for me. And I think it's kind of like a reality check. Like if you can't reserve any girls nights, like literally girls, like, like not like your boyfriend strings along, not like a double date, like yeah. literally just time for the girls. Cause you need that. Like you guys do. need boys nights out too. Where like, you know, you're not the girl that's string, like the only oh, girl yeah. there. Like that's not healthy. Guys need time apart and girls need time. 100%. Apart. If your guy friend, if your boyfriend, he if, will if, hate if, you. if you're listening to this and you're like, well, my boyfriend has like guys nights. I just go to them, but it's fine. I'm like one of the guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just love what I'm like. No, they fucking don't, bitch. They hate you. Th they might want like you being there every now and then might be fine. But if you do not let your man have a true boys night, like I'm talking ski weekend, they leave together or just like they go out, they go to the bars, they have a fun time. If you don't let them do that without you, they're you're going to suffocate them. Yeah. And he'll either leave you or resent you. But it's the same way with like, the other way around like if you are in a relationship and you can't even like be away from your man for one night nights. just to hang out with your girls then like they're going to notice that they're not stupid right. they're gonna be like okay well he just happened to be here too like you're not giving them your full attention because your boyfriend's still there also that might be a larger issue like you might have codependency you might have separation anxiety and that's okay but that's something that you should probably and i don't mean this to be funny but like you should probably seek help like you should probably go to therapy to talk about it because if you can't bear the thought of a night away from your boyfriend then that's a larger problem yeah i mean that's not and everyone, to be honest it's not normal i mean maybe like again the first like month or two of the relationship fine but like if you're you know two years in a relationship and you are like i don't think i've ever i don't think i've spent a night just with my friends without my boyfriend there in like a year or two, then like, that's, that's probably an issue that to is. be honest. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think, I think in this situation, like you have to ask if you're the friend and you're like, okay, I saw again with TikTok, I saw a TikTok about this. It was like this girl, like kind of pretending to be like the friend that's kind of getting left by her best friend for like the new guy she's talking to. And it's like them hanging out on the couch watching a movie. She's like, who are you texting? And he's like, she's like, oh, this guy. And then all of a sudden it's like, they have plans and she blows him off. And she's like, oh no, it's like our date night. It's this, it's that. And by the end of it, she's just like, all right, like I don't have a friend anymore. Like I keep getting blown off for this new guy that my friend is with. If you're like listening and you're in that situation and your best friend all of a sudden like isn't around, you have plans, like she blows him off. Like she's blatantly prioritizing this guy all the time. I actually think that if, if you can like 100% know that like she's in the wrong, like if you're not just like reading into it and you're like, okay, like she's treating me like shit, but in the end of the day, it's like, well, we just hung out last night. Mm -hmm. If you're like, no, 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 it's, it's been a severe issue. And like this bitch is like ignoring me. She's not giving me any attention. She's only with the guy. And it's gone on for like months and months and months to the point where you're like at your wit's end with a friendship. I honestly think you call her out. Like, I think you tell her like, hey, this is really bothering me. You've kind of been a shitty friend to me because yeah. then you're going to see how she reacts. If she's like, Oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I love you. Like I honestly, I'm like made you feel that way. Yeah. And also like, Hey, thank you for telling me. Like I'm, I never meant to take you for granted, but like now looking at it, 
it makes sense what you're saying. Like, I want to fix this. And maybe it doesn't get fixed overnight, but maybe you guys work on it and eventually it works out. I think then you have someone that like, you know, cares about you. I think if she doesn't care, if she gets defensive or is like, okay, well, whatever, then maybe isn't like a person that you want to have in your life. I agree. You have to watch how they react because that is extremely telling. Yeah. Oh boy. So I would recommend asking an unbiased third party, honestly, because it's hard when you're in it. Like you, you might not know if you're being like not good, not a good enough friend, but you don't want to actually ask the okay, person. Okay, so you're talking from like now the girl, the girl with the boyfriend's point of view, like yeah, if okay, like to figure out if you're in the wrong or not. Okay, gotcha. Like ask someone because honestly, I think talking through it can also help you like piece the pieces together and be like, okay, so maybe I have done X, Y, and Z, like. Either you're going to talk this out with another friend that's not like directly affected. Right. And either you're going to realize that you are to blame or that your friend is being, you know, kind of dramatic. Yeah, that's a good point. So basically, if your friend has confronted you, like we just talked about, and been like, you've been treating me like shit. I think that's a great point, Abby. I think like you, you bring in someone else and be like, here are the facts. Hit me straight. Just be honest with me am I being shitty or is she being like just dramatic? And I think you're right. I think if someone else can just tell you, I think you have to listen to them and like react accordingly. Yeah. And you might not like the answer that this third party says, but that's something where like, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you need to own up to it and you might not want to hear it, but you don't want to be the girl that only cares about her boyfriend. You don't, no one does. And we talk about this. I know we say it all the time. We sound like a broken record, but it is so, so, so important. Like you need to have people in your life that are there in the long run. As you get older, your social circle is going to shrink anyways. Like you're not in college where you're just all around each other all the time. You're gonna have less friends, but you want to make sure the people you have in your life are valuable. You don't want to be someone that's like in their thirties who feels completely alone. And you're like, wow, I just kind of distance myself unknowingly from all of the friendships I had and all I have is a guy. I mean, we have girls running into us every single day who are like, I feel like in my twenties, I had all these friends and I was so focused on my boyfriend and they kind of just drifted away and it wasn't like a bad falling out. They just drifted away. And now I feel so alone. I feel like I have no friends. Like we have people saying that every single day. So I think just like take heed and just fix, fix that shit today. Like do what you can to try to turn that around if you are in the wrong. Yeah. And you get what you give. Exactly. You get what you give. And if you want, if you want to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. True that. Yeah. It's like the, what is that like saying? It's like, if you want to find the perfect person, be the perfect person. Yeah. Which I feel like hits so hard because I'm always like, well, I want like the perfect guy, but then I'm like, well, I don't want to have to be perfect. (laughs) Well, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. (laughs) Okay. Um, We're going to talk about our new segment, which we introduced last week. It is our product spotlight. We don't have a name for it yet, but we were workshopping a few. If you guys are listening to this and you like any of these, let us know. If these are all dog shit, let us know too. (laughs) I was thinking maybe like faves for the babes, like sipping wine, feeling fine. I don't know, like get up and glow. They're stupid. I know I hate them, but like if you- I don't hate the faves for the babes. Faves I don't hate it. Because yeah. it's our favorites for the babes, for yeah. our girls, for our boss and baddies. Exactly. I will continue workshopping it, but Slide in if our you DMs, guys have a, a better idea, because Abby and I suck, um, 
just let us know and we'll, we'll consider it because yeah. we're not clearly not good with coming up with the stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so this is our new segment. If you didn't last listen last week, it is where Abby and I each will break down one product that we've been loving lately. It can be anything, you know, hair care, it could be beauty, it could be clothes, it could be something useful we've been using around the house, anything. Health, fitness, anything. We've been getting a lot of people reaching out to us lately, like asking us what products we use, what we use for skincare, what we use for hair care. So we just thought it would be nice to have a segment where we could actually break that down a little bit more instead of just shit talking for an hour. Um, Okay, so you go first. Okay, so this is actually something I've been using for maybe a little over a month now and it honestly has changed my life. And I actually, yes, I actually heard it on another podcast, um, Paige DeSorbo and Hannah Burner. They have a podcast called The Giggly Squad. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Cute friendship. Cute podcast. Cute, cute, but cute. But Paige actually recommended the... Okay, so it's a probiotic drink. So it's called Good Belly. And basically you can get it at... At least in Massachusetts. At least in the Boston area. You can get it at Whole Foods. You can get it at Star Market. Um, you can go onto their website and like put in your zip code and figure out where to get it. But I'm not kidding. This drink freaking changed my life. Really? I drink eight fluid ounces every day. I measure it out every single day. Wait, is it like a big tub you buy or something? It's not big. So one bottle is four servings if you okay. actually drink eight. So it gets me four days worth. And it's like four bucks. So it's literally a dollar a day for probiotics. And okay. So is, the, it, is it pro, like living probiotics in the mm-hmm, drink? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Is it like bubbly? It, like, is it, no, is it almost like bubbly. having it's a juice. kombucha? No, no, it's juice. It's literally, so they have different flavors. My personal favorite is the mango one. They have like, it's in an orange bottle. They have like a blue one. They have a purple one. It's like blueberry pump. I don't know. And then they also have like a lower sugar one. Um, those ones are harder to find. But honestly, every freaking drop of sugar, there's not that much, but like every single nutrition fact is worth it to me in there. All the calories, it's not that much, but it's worth it to me. Because I'm not kidding. I, you know, Paige DeSorbo said that she started taking this because she was like always bloated and her stomach always hurt and she didn't have a regular, um, how do I say Bathroom schedule. Yeah. She, yeah. She didn't take a poop all the time. I said it, whatever. And (laughs) I myself was in her shoes. So literally I'm not kidding. My stomach hurt every single day i remember you were like in so much pain i was months miserable no literally for months to the point where i thought i had like food allergies but it turns out i was constipated (laughs) (laughs) we're just that good old-fashioned constipation back at it again i'm not kidding and it makes so much sense and that's why my stomach always hurt and why my i literally my stomach was so bloated to the point where i thought i was like not actually thought but i looked like i was like five months pregnant my stomach was so bloated and it's because i didn't have a regular bathroom schedule like i was like oh so you don't go once a week oh that's not normal (laughs) normal. oh okay and now i'm not kidding i go every single day now and i'm so and you have no idea how proud i am of that oh my gosh i'm so happy and the only thing i changed is drinking this every single day that's all you You didn't change your diet or anything that's so i had no idea that That's that was cool. I might get that. So it's literally like it is probiotics. Yes, it literally says I'll pull it up right now. It says like how many it's like billion. It's like good. Is it is it cuz you used to take the probiotic pills from Whole Foods. Is I this did. better than that? Like it works better than those? Um so those were for like 
not your digestion and gut health vaginal health or yeah (laughs) i thought that like probiotics were probiotics i obviously don't know enough about probiotics me neither well there's different strains of probiotics and on the bottle it tells you like what strains are in them but basically it says that there's 20 billion probiotics per serving so there's 20 billion probiotics in one serving of eight float ounces that is and it's called good belly probiotics yeah they have raspberry raspberry blackberry blueberry acai and mango and a bunch of other flavors they also have shots honestly couldn't recommend more if you're if you honestly we're gonna have someone hopefully soon she said she'd come on hopefully she stays true to that but she's like a gut health professional and you know your gut health is literally the root of everything so so true so many girls struggle with that which i I didn't realize till i got a little bit older like i feel like every girl secretly struggles with it and like doesn't talk about it because girls just don't talk about that shit but like they do because girls don't poop (laughs) newsflash they do Um, i'm pooping now more than ever thanks to good belly not sponsored oh yeah i was gonna say that Everything that we talk about on here, um, at least for, for the meantime, because we always want to make sure we're not like saying anything we don't mean, but in the, for the meantime, at least for the product spotlight, this isn't just an excuse for us to do like ad reads. Um, this is literally if products. If it's sponsored, we'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you if something is sponsored. None of this stuff is sponsored. It's just stuff that we have been using that we genuinely like and wanted to give you guys advice if you're struggling with the same shit we are. Um, okay, mine is something that I've been using lately and I'm obsessed with. I'm sure a lot of girls can relate. I was actually recommended this by a girl that I work with, but it's the dry bar, um, like hair dryer, but not the hair dryer, like the hairbrush hair dryer. It's called the single shot. I'm confused. Cause I know there was like the famous dry bar. What's the difference? Okay. So the dry bar has a few different, like, cause the dry bar, it's like a salon, right? Yeah. 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 So isn't it like this like $600 like thing, blow dryer? So it's a blow drying um, brush. So it's like a, it looks like a round brush, but it's like a blow drying oh, okay. brush, which I feel I like a lot that, of that, but it's like not that brand. Well, exactly. A lot of girls have like blow drying brushes these days and I've used them before and I've had like an okay experience. This girl that I work with, she has like super, super, super curly hair, like really, really curly mm-hmm. and it can get, kind of get frizzy like mine can. And she basically was like, Shannon, this changed my life. It does take like a, I would say like once or twice you use it. It does take some getting used to because if you're used to like a regular blow dryer, it's just like a different sensation. <laughs> but anyways, she used it. She swears by it. I started using it. I'm not kidding. The results are basically that of getting your hair done and like blown out professionally. It's, it's insane. It's a round brush and it's so powerful and it's just like such a good quality. I will say it's like $150. It's a little bit on the expensive side, but it's, it's not 600, but it's, yeah, it's like 150 bucks out there. That's like five or 600. Yeah. The Dyson thing. Oh, that's really expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. Um, but this is like $150. It's a little bit pricey, but honestly, such good quality. It makes your hair like silky smooth and, I mean, this is like day five hair. So it's like almost like gone at this point if you're watching on YouTube, but it basically gives your hair this like that natural, like soft wave to it because mm-hmm. it's, because it's um, a round brush. So there's a single shot and the double shot. The single shot is like a smaller round brush. So it makes the, your hair a little bit more curly. The double shot is like a bigger barrel. So it makes your hair like more straight depending on what you want, mm-hmm. but it's honestly like salon results. 
I've been using it and I love my regular hair dryer. I thought I would never stop using that. I've honestly haven't used it since I got this. Wow. Because it works so well. I'm also like a blowout queen. Like I you love blowouts. <laughs> you used to get blowouts all the time before COVID. I went through a stage in my life, which I'm kind of, it, it hurts to admit, but I love the dry bar, like the actual place. I used to only wash my hair once a week and I'd go to the dry bar to get my hair washed once a week and I wouldn't wash my hair myself because I didn't feel like doing it. Talk anyway, about high maintenance. Sorry, that is the most high maintenance thing ever and I'll stop. But anyways, this is an investment and it has already saved me so much money because I love nothing better than sitting down, getting your hair blown out, looking like a million bucks and now you can do it at home and you don't yeah. have to pay like $60 every time you go in. Yeah, if you think about it, $150 for a product that you can use over and over and over is so much more cost efficient. Yeah, it's like 60 bucks every time you get your hair done at the dry bar. You know yeah. what I mean? So this is the smarter option I mean, financially. You don't get the mimosa and, and the, scalp the loud music and the scalp massage and the sitting there feeling fine. But I mean, I personally like to be drinking constantly. So I'm usually <laughs> drinking even if I'm not in the salon. So it's not really an issue for me. Um, let me know what you guys think. <laughs> oh God. Anyways. We're fine. Everything's fine. Okay. That's all we have for this week. We're going to go get ready for Friendsgiving this weekend. It's our annual Friendsgiving trip up at Lake Winnipesaukee. I can't freaking wait. Honestly, it's one of the highlights of my year. I agree. And I mean year. <laughs> I feel like I start, getting, I start getting texts on October 1st. Are we doing Friendsgiving? And I'm like, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't care where it is. Like, I wouldn't care if we did it like in a plastic bag somewhere. I don't know about plastic bag. You bags. would. <laughs> I don't care where it is. If it was a cabin in the woods. That... But it's just, it's a lovely time. So we're going to be vlogging that. We yeah. like to, we always like to release a little Friendsgiving vlog. So stay tuned for that. It should be a lot of fun. Go we watch have, last year's vlog on our YouTube. It's basically just a bunch of, you know, bitches in their twenties who have no idea how to cook a turkey. <laughs> I end up doing it. It's never pretty. We have a bake-off. Everyone's usually shit-faced by the time we have the bake-off because it's like 8 So PM. everyone's ruthless. The judges are so mean and they're like spitting like cake into people's faces. It's a lot of fun. I was a judge last year and I was not that mean, but it does get the pretty. Boys, okay, mystery man was an asshole. Remember, <laughs> he was like, "This tastes like shit." <laughs> Wicked drunk. Awesome, All legendary. Right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Drinks After Work. If you liked what you heard, give us a five star rating and review on Apple. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. It's at Drinks After Work underscore TikTok at Drinks After Work no underscore. Join our private Facebook group. It's linked in our bio but also you can just search drinks after work boston baddies if you're a girl in the boston area looking to make new friends well hot diggity dog darling you can't hurt it all <laughs> see y'all next week bye guys bye <laughs>